And we're live, everybody. Awesome. Good evening. Good evening, everybody. To all those uh, joining us, uh, we're very happy to welcome uh, Father Fred Ashmead. Hello, uh, everybody. Hello, Hello. Good evening, everyone. Excellent. Here we are. <laughs> oh, my God. I have to laugh. Father Fred, that was perfect. That was the tubular perfect. bells. <laughs> I'm going to ask you, <laughs> did you bring your kit? You know, the kit that you use to exercise, everybody? <laughs> the exorcist uh, kit? Believe me, there's always a kit someplace close. <laughs> All right. Jean-Jerome, could you make the introductions, please? Yes, absolutely. So uh, welcome, everybody. This is our first show of Ancestral Eyes. Uh, with We have a very special guest, Father Fred Ashmead of the Mary Magdalene Church. And uh, it, I'm here with my co-host, uh, Teresa Slowinski of the Crow's Corner, and myself, Jean-Jerome Baudry, Avoy Falodun from Consejo Cultural Yoruba de Canada, Babalao here uh, in Toronto. So we're very happy to to have uh, Father Ashmead join us. Uh, Teresa, do you want to talk a little bit about uh, Father Ashmead and an introduction, because you've, you've known Father Fred for, for some time. Yes, Father Fred and I, we met a few years ago um, through a another Facebook group. It was, um, I think it was the Hedge Church, and it was headed by a former Anglican priest, Mark Townsend himself, and he also, uh, he invited a bunch of people of different faiths, much like our show, except it was a Facebook group, and um, that's where I met you, Father Fred, I met a couple of other priests, I met other witches, I met druids, I met people um, from uh, Islamic background. Uh, it was amazing, it really was. And we all got a chance to chat, talk, that type of thing, and get to know one another. And uh, some of the topics, they were kind of interesting, didn't you think, Father Fred? They sort of went off on a tangent and, um, you know, we sort of went with it, but uh, I think m for the most part, it was the Druids and the witches that were quite vocal. What was your opinion on that, Father Fred? Uh, it was a, a, a nice introduction, uh, a time that uh, I got to know you. Um, yeah. I got to know some very interesting people with some um, very um, open expressions of faith. Uh, exactly. That's what I, I, I enjoyed it, and then, um, uh, then as I got to know you, uh, I got the chance to learn about um, other Facebook pages and other groups, and yes. uh, continued that open openness. No, exactly, and I appreciated that. Um, and you know, for me, I think it was it was key in my spiritual path in the sense that I was once again, sort of going <laughs> to pardon the pun as a witch going in a circle and coming back around and sort of picking up my faith, so to speak, but on my terms, because when I met you, father Fred, you were the alternative Catholic priest that I thought, wow, the church has come a long way. But from my understanding is that, 
your church is a little bit different. So could you tell me a little bit about your church? Let everybody know um, what your church is about and why you chose to name your church the Mary Magdalene, the Church of Mary Magdalene? I'd be glad to. Uh, <clears throat> to start with, let's put everything in perspective. Uh, during the time of um, uh, COVID-19, Mm -hmm. uh, I, like the two of you, um, am a shut-in, and so for now, this is my chapel. I call this uh, okay. Earth Station Pterodactyl. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of the past and a little bit of the future, but uh, everything right now. Uh, You're always forward-thinking, Father Fred. <laughs> let me... Um, let me start with uh, a quote, if you don't mind. Please do. Of, we welcome to, quotes. To kind of put uh, me in perspective. The yes. kingdom of God is within you and all around you. Not in mansions of stone and steel. Lift a stone it. and you will find me. Split a piece of wood, and I am there. This, uh, to me, sizes up who I am and where I am. When someone asks uh, about my uh, belief system, uh, mm -hmm. the earth is my church, and love is my faith. I love it. And um, that is the, the short and the long of uh, of everything, but uh, for your show, uh, I will give a much more detailed uh, answer. Um, with it. with me, there is no uh, really short answer uh, because my life has not been short. It's okay. We've got an hour, Father Fred. We've, so we've got some time. Away. We've got some and time. I have my coffee. Excellent. So, 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 Father Frank, a, a question is: One of the things we want to know is your your spiritual journey, um, because uh, I know you've had a probably a very colorful, very interesting trajectory in terms of uh, your spiritual faith, your uh, awakening, and and your discovery of, of of the divine. And just wanted to know if you could just chat a little bit about your background and the, that journey, because this is the show really here is. We, we like to say that, uh, you know, this life is the journey that our ancestors began. So uh, we mm -hmm. want to always start it off with the journey. Mm -hmm. Well, um, uh, it, it really started uh, on January 15, 1947. But uh, the earliest uh, date uh, of my journey of faith um was 12 years ago when I had a heart attack. And nice. I, uh, uh, even though they told me that with medication I was going to be fine and I could mm -hmm. live my life uh, out of fear, uh, I shut down for a while. And during that period of rest, I decided mm -hmm. to take a, a seminary course and enjoyed it and one seminary course led to another and started sharing with 
uh, different um, people in uh, the uh, independent sacramental mm -hmm. movement. Mm -hmm. And now, sorry, I'm going to just interrupt you there Please, for one sec. Um, with regards to what made you, what prompted you to decide to take a seminary course as opposed to woodworking, for example? Was it because you're always, would you call yourself a, um, a spiritual person or a religious person? And this is where, where your interest suddenly took a spark in taking the seminary course. I have always been a spiritual person. I've always... Mm -hmm. um, uh, loved uh, being associated with the Catholic Church because mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. the spiritualism, not so much the religion. Uh, and uh, quite honestly, the moment that I decided to take that seminary course was mm -hmm. uh, after watching uh, Dan Brown's Da Vinci Code. Yes, and yes, yes. yes. Okay. I had uh, read um, several books on Mary Magdalene previously, mm -hmm. but there was a transitionary uh, period of time where that movie, my health issues, and seeing a seminary course that interests me all mm -hmm. converged at the same time. Perfect. And, okay. And, and so then... that was the moment. Awesome. So to continue along that theme, um, when you took the seminary course, is that when you said you came into contact with other uh, priests or other people that had an alternative um, look at Catholicism? Um, I don't know. Take it away from there, Father Fred. Yeah, sure. I, uh, I was, uh, uh, I had a, a Facebook page and, um, and uh, believe it or not, at that time, a MySpace page. Uh, but <laughs> That's going back a few years. <laughs> uh, in, uh, in that time period, uh, I, uh, I knew uh, both Catholic priests and um, old Catholic priests and Anglican mm -hmm. priests. And um, so uh, there wasn't one moment... There was mm -hmm. many conversations about all things Catholic. And Amongst all, all the other, uh, the Anglican, the Roman Catholic, and the Catholic, right? Is that what you're saying? Yes. And okay. uh, I've always been free with my um, advocacy and uh, openly stated my opposition to things in the Roman Catholic Church. And so, uh, you know, the, um, so even though I had spent a lifetime as a Roman Catholic, mm -hmm. uh, I had no reason to ever think that, uh, that there would be a ministry in my life. Mm -hmm. My life. I think a lot of Catholics think that way too. My it's, life has yeah. turned in many different directions over the uh, last 73 years, but, um, when I found that there were other Catholic churches mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. um, accepted gay or straight, male mm -hmm. or female, married or single, uh, or 
for membership and um, clerical leadership. Sorry, it's then, live. <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's uh, that's the time we live in. Uh, my baby uh, Bluesy is someplace here close to. But uh, so that was the beginning point, and um, uh, one um, old Catholic bishop uh, mm -hmm. talked to me one day and told me that uh, that heart attack was not the end of my life, but the beginning of my life. And he started so. talking to me about um, serving as a deacon in the mm -hmm. old Catholic church. In the old and Catholic to, church. In okay. the old Catholic church. And so uh, with uh, a few months, uh, he and I agreed that, uh, that under him, I would become a deacon and I would learn uh, how to be a member of the clergy. And as far as I was concerned, uh, that was uh, as far as I was going to travel. Uh, mm -hmm. Not for any negative reason, but because uh, at that point I was uh, 60 years old. And, and it didn't speak to you, did it? The, the, the old it, Catholic ways. I, well, the old Catholic I have that sense. Is, uh, is, uh, strangely enough, it is more contemporary than uh, the Roman Catholic Church. The old Catholic Church, like the liberal Catholic Church, like oh. the Anglican Church, the um, uh, the Egyptian Coptic Church, the Asian mm -hmm. Orthodox, the Russian Orthodox, the Greek Orthodox, mm -hmm. all of those are Catholic churches. Yes, and they even, are. Even though uh, there's always been this issue of uh, which is uh, the big C and which is the little C. Mm -hmm. uh, the the churches that uh, people would label as little C Catholic uh, are just as Catholic, with one exception, as the Roman Catholic Church, and that is that they don't have the bishop. Excuse me. The uh, yes, the bishop of uh, Rome mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. was the Pope as the head mm -hmm. of their church. And there's a little bit of, if, if correct me if I'm wrong, Father Fred, with the big Catholic church as opposed to the little Catholic church, there's a sense of, uh, you know, snobbery and because, you know, they have 2,000 years of history, et cetera, they have the Pope. Um, now, speaking of which, does your church have a Pope or is, is it just an independent church? Tell me a little bit about that. No, uh, we have... Uh, independent uh, bishops. Uh, I am the okay. founding bishop. Uh, I, we have two other bishops, uh, maybe a total of 10 clergy. Uh, but okay. uh, we're not um, uh, a church of hierarchy. Uh, good. The, That's good to know. It, when we ordain someone, there is no requirements to, uh, to kiss the ring of the bishop. There is no hierarchy that says uh, you have to do what I tell you to do. 
we are we are mm -hmm. peers and companions nice. and nice. so so there's um, no pope in your church so to speak no uh now just so that we are clear i step on people's toes quite often because there's plenty of snobbery <laughs> to go around uh i okay. am uh i will self-identify as a, a leftist in a whole lot of ways uh, okay so okay elaborate what do you mean a leftist in, i in, not only are you a leftist because of your church but you're a leftist in your church <laughs> father fred i love you <laughs> yes i uh uh i was glad that y'all invited me to be uh your first guest uh oh, to was... me that was an honor but it also made sure that i didn't have to watch donald trump on tv <laughs> so I won't don't go tell me he's doing another road. address to the, oh, to oh, the he's always given another address <laughs> but um, uh, you know, we, we won't go there anymore yeah, no, let, yeah let's not go there not at all but my, okay. uh, my advocacy of uh, women uh, is uh, a long uh, loving journey uh, mm -hmm. I'm lucky to have been married and am married uh, to Dr. Donna Ashmead for uh, 48 wow. years, 49 wow. in December. I wanted to ask you, is your wife, is she part of your church activities or and your daughters? Because I know you're married and you have children as well. So are they active in your church? My children are not active in my church. They. Okay. Um, they have their own church family and okay. uh, we're a happy family, but uh, Donna is, um, she uh, took the same uh, seminary courses and was ordained oh, nice. a deacon at the same time that I was. Uh, she uh, was much more successful in the courses than I was. Um, she was more successful than you successful. were? Oh, yeah. Uh, In what way? <laughs> I married up. I mean, we're talking about a, a very large brain in that woman. <laughs> I love it. I think Donna's awesome. <laughs> she, she is a sweetie. And, um, and so uh, literally um, uh, uh, a year after... Our ordination as a deacon, we both were ordained as a priest. And nice. so, so, uh, so how Father would I Donna, address Donna? Sorry to interrupt, Father Fred. How would I address Donna? Would I call her Father Donna or Mother? Is there Mother Mother Donna? Mother Donna. Okay. All right. Okay. It, it, nice. It kind of works out uh, neat that way because Father Fred and Mother Donna, it I works. love it. It works. However, yeah. uh, 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 Jean-Jerome will enjoy this. Uh, lately, people have been calling me Grandfather Fred. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me one sec. I've got to tend to my dog. My dog's getting ahead, excited. There's squirrels in the backyard. That's okay. Jean-Jerome, right. I, I, I so much appreciate what you're doing with this show, if you don't mind me. Um, stealing the mic from you for a moment please do please do 
I um, uh, am hopeful that um, you're able to uh, spread the information around. There is so much need for this kind of interfaith, interspiritual dialogue that gives people the chance to know other people's faith. Uh, it, it is so wrong that we have to spend our life in fighting mode. Uh, you know, my life becomes more joyful when you share with me, and my life becomes much more joyful when I'm sharing with you. Thank you. Thank you, Father. I agree. I think it's very important. I mean, we, we started this, uh, this series, The Ancestral Eyes, uh, with really a, a, a humble and uh, joyful uh, uh, attitude, uh, wanting to, to really learn about different belief systems and how people's personal journey, how they, how they found God, how they found their spiritual path, and to show people uh, our hope is that people will see that what brings us together and the, and our common points are far greater and far more important than our than any differences. And uh, that's why I'm very happy to have you on our first show um, and you know to to discuss and, and to explore a little bit about um, the uh, Magdalene uh, Church and you know and your uh, lineage, if you will, I, I almost describe yours, your your choice as a as a different lineage. Like within, for those of us, there, for those that are listening to this broadcast, many are familiar with lineages, yes, and different ways <laughs> of doing it within the Ifaorisa, Esinibile, uh, or, or traditional or traditional witchcraft, like or Wiccan, yeah, or Wiccan. All these all these different belief systems, Druids, have, yep, have different lineages. And yes, it's, very, it's very important to, to showcase that as well as there's different lineages or and different uh, basically branches of mm -hmm. the Christian faith. And, uh, you know, as there is mm -hmm. in, in uh, uh, Islam and, and another belief system. So, no. Father Fred, I'm going to pull you back to what I originally had asked you. Okay. How did you come up with the name? How did you choose the name, the Church of Mary Magdalene? Is it strictly because of um, Dan Brown's um, books, or is there a little bit more to it? I have a funny feeling that there is. There's a whole lot more uh, more to it. Um, Can I elaborate a little more on that? Because I have a funny feeling. Well, I know, not a funny feeling. I know you're pro-woman, okay? You've always been really for women. I... I you were one of the priests that really impressed me at the Hedge Church because of the way you embraced um, a lot of the Wiccans that were on board and uh, you're talking about nature and really expanding on on uh, the role of women in, in spirituality. And that's what really impressed me about you. And I, I really took to that. And, you know, I think that's why we continued being friends. So Let me share with you, uh, you me, answer yeah. your question. To answer your question uh, uh, more detailed, but I, I want to share this with you. I pledge allegiance to the earth of our beloved solar system and to all of her creatures. For here they dwell, one planet united in harmony, 
with universal love and compassion for all. Okay. Ashe, Father Fred, if I didn't know any better, I would say you're a, your own lineage of the craft. <laughs> See, I have, a, I have an undergraduate I love degree in history. And uh -huh. uh, I have always approached everything from that perspective long before I even studied uh, history in college. Um, mm -hmm. And came to uh, believe that uh, history, uh, while it may have been written to by men about the achievements of men, mm -hmm. uh, it was not the only history. It was the only history that we had. Uh, mm -hmm. the events no and times uh, uh, throughout history uh, have been affected by many elements. Mm -hmm. um, the geography and the mm -hmm. uh, climatology mm -hmm. and uh, the environment uh, brought in from uh, other places and other people and mm -hmm. animals, etc. Et mm -hmm. uh, before there were religions that were about one single male de deity. There mm -hmm. were religions with women as gods. Yes, there were. And uh, even though there will be many Christians, uh, and probably Mus Muslims also, and uh, uh, Jewish people mm -hmm. that will uh, argue with this, but um, the teachings of Jesus and Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Jesus, um, mm -hmm were affected by those uh, religions that um, had a uh, female deity. Yes. And just like um, uh, so many other faiths, uh, if you're there long enough, you are influenced by all that's around you. Yes, and you are. So, uh, just like Christmas is celebrated on the 25th of December. Mm -hmm. We know that that was uh, a celebration uh, by another faith before yep. Uh, yep. it was Christian. And so okay. uh, to get more specifically about why Mary Magdalene, mm -hmm. um, as I was young, I read the Bible uh, mm -hmm. the whole New Testament and the whole Old Testament. Uh, mm -hmm. But I always felt like that there was a lot more that wasn't there. Like, for yes. instance, 30 years that Jesus has no no history. Exactly. And where did he walk? Someplace. And where did he go? Exactly. I've can you always hear me right now? Yes, yep. we can, we can, we can. I have lost the sound from the two of you. Oh, can you hear us now? Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yes, we can. We can hear you. Okay. Can you hear, can you hear us? I don't know what the problem is, but I cannot hear the two of you. Okay. Can you we hear, can hear us? You. Did you, your speaker, click okay, on the Okay, you want speaker. me to look at the text? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you, though. We can hear you. 
Is there a text? Jean Jerome, did you text Father yeah, Fred? Yeah, I'm sending him a text within the. Uh, okay, we we've got Bible. dead air. So, um, can y'all uh, talk a little while, while while I try to figure out the sound issues? Yeah, no. And not then a the public can hear your dialogue. No problem. No not problem. Not a problem. Not a problem. So, as Father Fred was saying, this is like I said when I first met Father Fred. That was one of the things that really impressed me was the fact that he was very open to what the conversations were when the other faiths were talking. And especially when it came to talking about women, Father Fred was very embracing of that. And um, when he had mentioned his church, the name Mary Magdalene, I thought that's kind of interesting that he would uh, be a priest of a church named Mary Magdalene. I mean, considering, you know, the uh, the history of Mary Magdalene. Mm -hmm. But what I find is interesting, remember our, our own personal conversations uh, when we were talking about um, the different scriptures according to Thomas, according yep. to the Magdalene, right? And uh, what Father Fred was saying, I guess, was in regards to the way the church is focused, very matri very patriarchal. There was no room for any matriarchy. And anything to do with, you know, anything to do with any sort of um, female deity or the acknowledging of the divine feminine was non-existent. And yet there are scriptures that, for all we know, the Vatican is holding on to that. Can you elaborate a little bit more about that, John Jerome? Because I know you and I have had these uh, long discussions on it. Father, just before I do, Father, can you hear us now? No, now, now we, we can't, can't hear. Now we can't hear you. Yeah. Hold on one second. Let's see. Okay, should I, do, do you want to type to him and just tell him that we can't hear him? Yeah. Oh, you know what? His, he's got his Your audio microphone off. Is off. Your microphone is yeah. off. That's what it is, because I could see the microphone, the little microphone and the cross through it. Technical yeah. difficulties. <laughs> uh Yeah, it's showing your microphones off, Father. Uh, did you send him a message there? I did, I did, I did. Okay. Tell him it's oh. the, um, at the bottom, I think it's on the left-hand side, the audio, he might have pressed it in uh, by mistake. Yeah. Okay. He's going to, he's just going to exit for a moment. And he's going to try to rejoin us. Oh, okay. All right. Not a problem. Okay. So anyway, so go ahead, Jean Jerome, because I know we were once talking about yeah. that. There's so, so, the, so, you sent so, me the link with the yeah. uh, gospel of St. Uh, Thomas, but there's something else. Yeah. So, so, so again, um, and that's why I'm very happy that we have uh, uh, Father Fred with us. Oh, he's joining again. Let's see. Go ahead, Father. Zola, sit down. 
Now we have no visual. <laughs> I can see him. I can't see him. I can. He's there. Okay, how's that? Yeah, Father Fred? Father Fred, you hear us? I don't think so. <laughs> Says he's going to restart his computer. Oh, okay. All okay. right. So let's let's continue our conversation then. No problem. Okay. All right. Oh, anyway, it's a very interesting story. One of the, the biggest thing again, um, the, the Roman Catholic Church acknowledged the the important or the uh, critical role of Mother Mary. The idea of of uh, uh, Marian mm -hmm. devotion was a very in, mm -hmm. uh, instrumental, critical component of Roman Catholic uh, mm -hmm. and still today of Roman Catholic belief system. Yeah, and it is. The, the thing of the rosary and so forth. Yep. The, the interesting um, uh, aspect here is uh, Bishop uh, Fred's uh, church is the, the often overlooked role of mm -hmm. Uh, and and you know almost refusal to look at uh, Mary Magdalene. Yes, exactly. Uh, as, a, as a saint or somebody of, of you know, divine inspiration, they, they, they focus on her. They focus on her uh, time in terms of um, adultery mm -hmm. and, and prostitution. Exactly. And yet, in, in conveniently overlook uh, Christ's forgiveness of her. Mm -hmm. And saying uh, and 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 saving your life by saying he who is without sin cast the first stone, mm -hmm. um, but, and 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 she lives a, a virtuous life. She she basically uh, follows uh, Jesus and and stays very close mm -hmm. to uh, his mother Mary, and tries to to learn more about this doctrine about this remarkable mm -hmm. person. At that point, maybe she had not fully understood within the Roman Catholic construct, the aspect of his divinity, but his immense benevolence and kindness, right? So Here's my take. Given the fact that um, in the days of Jesus, okay, um, as opposed to how we view, let's say, Judaism or any of the Ab Abrahamic religions, because they're very patriarchal, Article. They're very uh, centered on uh, a male dominancy. What about back then? Mary Magdalene was actually a strong woman, just like Mother Mary was, Jesus's mother. What if these were very strong women and held very, you know, equal uh, positions in society? They owned land. They probably were, uh, you know, business owners. What if they were equal? And this is something that patriarchy didn't really want to discuss. Mary well, Magdalene, I, I, okay, when I think about that and I think about um, women, you know, back, if, if you want to take it back to the land of Yoruba, women were very equal. That was, that's been my take on this. Women, you know, they dealt with the markets, they, they went, they sold in the markets, etc. What if that was exactly the same way back in the times of Jesus, right? Well, I mean, so I, I, Mary Magdalene, in order yeah. to dissipate her role within the church, 
they thought they would subject her or subdue her and instead make her the object of ridicule and they gave her the role of a concu or a, you know a prostitute just to sort of get her out of the way and yet she was very integral because if you think about Jesus to me how i've always looked at Jesus okay as opposed to how Judaism was back then very patriarchal Jesus chose to have women around him, okay? And that is very, very different. If you think about it, you could almost say that Jesus was the first, um, what, what's, the, what's the word I'm trying to say? Jesus was the first feminist, in a sense, because he acknowledged women. And there, there's so much mention of women. His mother, Mary Magdalene, even in these subdued roles. You have Martha. You have all the rest of the, the women in, in the Bible mentioned. Okay. And again, to me, I think this speaks more of patriarchy taking over and giving uh, Mary Magdalene, you know, the boot or the, you know, the side swipe. Right. Anyway, just my perspective. What do you think? Give me one second. Uh, Father Fred is still having mm -hmm. technical difficulties. One sec. Uh, can you hear us, though, Father? We can see you. We can see you. Can you hear us? T take off. Oh. Take off the the, the the unplug your unplug your thing and see if you can hear. Sorry, buddy. Just a little technical difficulty there. Say something. Oh. Oops. <laughs> we lost them again. Okay. Oh, okay. what a shame. Anyway, go ahead. So what do you think of what I just said? This is my opinion. So, again, um, uh, Bishop uh, Fred said something very interesting. Mm -hmm. And, and he, he actually prefaced his remarks in terms of the uh, Catholic Church or the Roman Catholic Church and also the Abrahamic religions by saying, and also from a historical perspective, the history was written by men. So exactly. any, any, any perspective or anything, you know, mm -hmm. because whether you be the victor of a war or whether you be, mm -hmm. um, you know, somebody who is, uh, you know, um, writing a historical fact or, or historical mm -hmm. account, uh, mm -hmm. whoever is in charge, whoever is the dominant faction, we're, mm -hmm. we're basically predominant. Uh, what, what I find interesting... To the victor, the spoils go, right? Exactly. Or words to that effect. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I think the, the biggest thing is that uh, one of the things that I think is remarkable, and, and that's I'm, I'm just sorry that uh, uh, Bishop Fred is having some difficulty with his audio uh, there. I know. And ho I think it's maybe his wife uh, is maybe assisting him, I hope, uh, is... That could be. I think Donna came out. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Is one of the things that was struck me, and what I, what I wanted to hear more about from uh, Father Fred, was the standpoint of the accounts of Mary Magdalene, which are quite yes. remarkable. Which really, yes. from our from our from our point of view, in terms of coming from indigenous belief system where we believe in uh, mediums, <coughs> where we believe in clairvoyance where we believe in mm -hmm. oracles of divination, where we believe mm -hmm. in information is um, that Mary Magdalene was in principle the first woman, the first person 
to see mm -hmm. uh, Jesus in principle after his at the moment of resurrection. There was once he resurrected, once he had left the tomb, mm -hmm. he mm -hmm. was the one. If you want to look at from our from our our belief right. system or point of view, that she had the right. gift of sight enough to see that. Yes, and which makes her a, a remarkable person. And she was mm -hmm. even by the accounts of the the Bible. Uh, mm -hmm. steadfast in terms of her loyalty and her belief yes. in him. And those yeah. those qualities and the ability, again, um, mm -hmm. if if you take the narrative that, you know, she was uh, committing adultery or prostitution, however that mm -hmm. is described, mm -hmm. the, the interesting thing is, was her, her gift, in a sense, to recognize the, the divine or the spirituality of, of this new rabbi which that's why, because he, you know, she would have seen him as a rabbi, and mm -hmm. and to stake by him mm -hmm. even in sure. the most difficult moments, and to be uh, rewarded in principle according to the Christian doctrine with the uh, the ability to see the risen Lord before anybody else did, before he made his apparition to his mm -hmm. apostles and the subsequent. Well, that's because uh, I think she yes. was his wife, but then that's just my opinion. I mean, <sighs> come on, let's face it. Jesus was a good Jewish boy, okay? And good Jewish boys, they love their mama, they get married, they have kids, okay? So you're not going to suddenly tell me, you know, Jesus is uh, all alone and just hangs out with 12 other guys, you know? I mean, yeah, I'm sure he did, right, and does. But anyway, that's just my personal take on it, you know? Yeah, but but the, the main thing, I think, is, you know, whether he was married or not. But the, the interesting thing is, from, from my standpoint, is the 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 unique aspect uh, of uh, basically uh, the ability uh, for him to for her to be able to see him and to have that that ability to see, and I mean mm -hmm. in, in our belief systems like and and the Ifa and everything else that the mm -hmm. gift of sight is 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 something we we acknowledge and that is often overlooked yeah. or downplayed in yeah. Abrahamic uh, religions or belief systems. Totally. Um, and so that, that's why, it, 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 um, unfortunately, uh, uh, Mr. Fred had a technical difficulty. I would have wanted to explore, dive a little bit deeper into that that aspect mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. in terms of, uh, you know, and, and again, for those listen, listen to us, um, the, the current Bible was essentially came out after the Council of Nicaea um, mm -hmm. when, when, essentially there was a meeting of the at that point leaders of the church mm -hmm. to determine yeah. what would actually become canon what would actually go into exactly the exactly uh, and how and, convenient and, yeah and and there are many things that you know probably many aspects many other mm -hmm. texts that were would have been left exactly. out a time later there was uh Very on the papyrus, there, there, mm -hmm. there was a, a gospel according to uh what a, 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 a disciple or somebody who had met jesus uh, in his time, supposedly in, in Egypt, mm -hmm. um, who was uh, Thomas. And if mm -hmm. you read the gospel according to Thomas, which is found in the Papyrus, it, mm -hmm. it's, it really there's uh, bears a striking resemblance to many Buddhist texts or, or philosophies mm -hmm. or concepts, and even mm -hmm. some indigenous Yoruba and other, other concepts as well. Uh, mm -hmm. It's not so rich in terms of you know canon or, or other, other mm -hmm. aspects, mm -hmm. but it really looks more into deeper into the philosophy mm -hmm. and the the worldview that uh mm -hmm. that christ had but um i think those years that christ disappeared i think he did what um 
Indigenous Australian people would call a walkabout. It was time for him to, you know, sort of put his feet on the ground and um, and do some soul searching and walk about and find out what he's about. Is he going to continue, you know, his belief system? I mean, here he is. I mean, you've got to face it. The guy was pretty radical. If you look at him as a historical person, he's coming in and he's, he, according to some of the other texts from Thomas or, or whoever, he's coming in and he's, he's, he's basically, you know, lifting women into a prominent role in his religion. And, and that was unheard of. So he's coming in and he's doing very radical um, decisions based on not really. I mean, he was always Jewish, but you know what I'm saying. This is a whole different stream of belief system that he incorporated. So I think that there's a lot more going on than the church likes to acknowledge. We're never going to see those secret texts or scripture from uh, Thomas. I wouldn't even, <laughs> I wouldn't put oh, it Thomas, past the church the, that there is the, Mary Magdalene. That there's even Magdalene scripts, okay? Because the, 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 I think the, she played a predominant the, the, the gospel, role. Just, just a quick correction: the Gospel of in Thomas is actually is actually you can see it, you can actually read it. It is online. Um, it was because it was found as a papyrus, oh, okay. and the papyrus was papyrus was committed into a digital archive library, which is now you know all over the internet of Google. So if people okay. search for the Gospel according to Saint Thomas. Or or Thomas, um, mm -hmm. uh, it will be uh, they'll they'll see they'll see and they'll see the the original text that he wrote. Uh, when I first mm -hmm. read it mm -hmm. at the time, I had been doing a comparative study with mm -hmm. uh, between yeah. Christianity and Buddhism, and, and when I read that one, which sort of came up in my research, yeah. I, I the, that particular text of uh, of uh, Thomas was really almost like mm -hmm. reading a, a Buddhist. Uh, a Buddhist text of, of sorts. So <laughs> it was quite, quite interesting. Well, just goes to show you, Jesus was a lot more well-rounded than we think he was, you know? <laughs> um, so. Well, there are, many, there are many theory uh, with even he thought mm -hmm. that, um, uh, you know, that Christ had really studied many different systems and made it all the way into India. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, there are many theories. Many theories. I've read, are, yeah. yeah, I've read one, a few of those too. Yeah. Conspiracy theories of Jesus. I love it. <laughs> you know, yeah. but it's true. I mean, you know, we we only have this this one view of Jesus as as this religious person and and held above all. And I mean, I have nothing against you know holding him in a, in a sacred spot in my heart or in my faith. But I do have a problem when it's, it's basically he's taken out of context and lauded over our heads. Okay. Because I think we're missing the point altogether with what he was about and what he preached, you know? So anyway, that's too bad, but, um, um, what was I going to say is what's, what's the news with father Fred? Is there, I've sent them a message. I don't know if he's rebooted okay. his machine, uh, okay. but 
you know, he seems to be offline. So I'm not sure if he's rebooted his machine or he's had more serious difficulty with his with his PC. What a shame. I had a bunch of questions I wanted to line up. I had lined oh, yeah. up to ask them, like, absolutely, who can join in your church? Who can be a priest in your church? Um, I wanted to ask him if uh, if we invited him to a faith ceremony. Do we have a faith ceremony? I mean, Jean Jerome, is there something that where Father Fred could be invited um, on the Ifa side? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, out of respect, he can come to. There's certain ceremonies that can be he can be present. Um, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes there are public celebrations like a tambor. Or, or things right, like that, right, where, right. where a person can can you know right. come by. Or, um, again, it all depends on the respect, and and he's definitely a man of great respect. And and I, I actually I know that he's I believe met other people from the uh, the African uh, different African spiritualities. So it would have been yes. interesting to ask him, yeah. you know, what was his take on and what what way, yeah. capacity did he participate, but. And um, would he invite me or you to um, speak at one of his faith ceremonies? I'll tell you right now, he probably would say yes, <laughs> hands down on that, that. Yeah, well, that would be that. That would definitely be something to watch. Above <laughs> the pulpit of of, uh, of a church. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, no kidding, you. eh? <laughs> well, while we're waiting, I'm, I'm still going to give at least a few minutes to uh, Fred uh, for now. Yes. Yes. Um, but just in case, but uh, just wanted to to note that today is uh, first of all happy belated Earth Day. Uh, yep. Yesterday was Earth Day, April twenty second, twenty twenty, and I think uh, this this year it takes on whole different meaning and yeah. uh, bigger meaning with everybody many uh, countries in uh, lockdown. Um, yeah, and so but, and the but, Earth is healing, right? So, but 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 what is it? It's a new moon, new beginnings. That's right. New moon, new beginnings. And here we are with our brand new podcast live, right. our first official. That's right. It's the uh, new so moon in Taurus. Show, as That's opposed right. to the one where I was in half my pajamas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's the oh, new moon in no. Taurus. So, so new we're... moon, new beginnings. In that's Taurus, right. that's right. So it has even more significance in Earth. regards to it being a Earth sign, right? right. So right. Earth Day, that's right. Taurus, Earth sign, New Moon. Okay, that's why we decided we were going to do this show. That's right. On this day, <laughs> well planned, well executed, well, yeah. and um, well done. Also, I want to do a shout out to. Uh, all the people that, uh, that follow Islam, mm-hmm. uh, because today yeah. or tonight is the beginning of Ramadan. So uh, I'd right. like to say a Ramadan mm-hmm. Karim, Ramadan Karim to all those of the Islamic mm-hmm. faith that are wa- maybe watching us or may see this video mm-hmm. later on. Um, mm-hmm. It is the beginning of the Ramadan, the fasting, or 40 days of fasting. Um, yes. And today on the Yoruba four-day calendar, practice calendar, it is the mm-hmm. uh, day of Ogun, Oshosi, and Egbe. So we, we started this oh, on, on the okay. day of Uno Shosi and Egbe. Uh, for those of us who don't know about the uh, the, the traditionally calendar four days, uh, mm-hmm. it goes on a revolving cycle, uh, basically venerating the various divinities. Uh, mm-hmm. Right. So 
Um, we have the, one of the days is uh, typically assigned to Ifa, Oshun, Yemoja, Egbe. Another one, as mm-hmm. we said today, is um, assigned to Ogun, Oshosi, Egbe. Another one assigned to Shango, Ya. Mm-hmm. And another one assigned to Obatala is, is you know, some mm-hmm. signatory uh, divinities uh, in the Orisha pantheon, which are venerated or where, you know, offerings are made on those particular days on a four-day r- rotating cycle. So you you could say safely this has been a very auspicious day yes to yes. start our program absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. in spite of a uh, uh, little technical difficulty there with uh father fred little but we lost father know, fred <laughs> we lost father fred there we go but as he said before he he wrote uh he said uh-huh. that he, he would well uh, love the opportunity to, to return another if he couldn't resolve his technical issues Right. Uh, they would love the opportunity to return another day and so forth. So. Oh, yeah, no, totally. Because like I said, we, we haven't even started. I think I asked him one or two questions. I have a, I have a, a lot more to ask him, as I'm sure you are too, Jean-Jerome. So, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So we're almost at 9 o'clock. So what do you think, Jean-Jerome? Should we uh, play some of our favorite music? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> for, for, all, gotta all, play for it. all of you for all of you watching us Teresa has trying to convince me that she that I should like this song I there we go Ryan Eno and David Byrne in from the album My Life in the Bush of Ghosts. I love it. And you know what that song is called? You want to know what that song is called, Jean-Jerome? The Jezebel Spirit. Yeah. And what do we, Mary Magdalene, what we've right, been right. talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a method to my madness, she says. <laughs> And you think I'm just another witch on a broom, don't you? <laughs> we'll talk about this more. <laughs> this will be one of our late night conversations, Teresa. We have to talk about yeah, this. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to elaborate on that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Well, I, All I right. Think, I think so, shall we? Can, we uh, I think we can up? do it. A quick, a quick recap uh, again. Unfortunately, for those that are just catching us now, so we had the the, uh, the privilege of having uh, Bishop uh, Fred Ashmead with us of uh, the Mary Magdalene uh, Church, which is a another one of the independent uh, the lineages or amended Catholic churches. Uh, and you know, we began to have a discussion in terms of uh, their view, uh, worldview, in terms of practice and how mm-hmm. they see their ministry. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and that one of the key highlights is that the priest can be married and the priest can be male yeah. or female. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, which, which basically is, is a very different approach. And, uh, for, for mm-hmm. you know, what one can typically would con- construe as a, a Catholic, mm-hmm. uh, church. Uh, but, but well, again, not the, decided, the little yeah, C. Yeah. But, but again, as many know, Orthodox Greeks, uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, Ukrainian Orthodox, Russian Orthodox, they're they able to marry. So the, mm-hmm. the concept of celibacy yep. was really uh, more, uh, you know, centered around the, the Roman Catholic uh, priesthood. Yep. Uh, most the of the Protestant movements, yeah. Most of the uh, other other belief systems basically 
or other branches mm-hmm. of Christianity basically adopted the ability for priests mm-hmm. to marry. And they and I think Bishop uh, Fred says something very interesting that in private conversations that uh, quite often, you know, he's been married for 48 years, right? And, yes. and uh, yeah. you know, when, when you think about somebody in terms of his patience, his spirituality, that his wife has embraced mm-hmm. the same belief system, that he speaks mm-hmm. with such reverence, reverence, kindness, and love towards his wife, um, yeah. you know, it may, makes him a, a, a good example of, you know, of being a, a, a man of, of faith, a man of, mm-hmm. of um, family. And he lives uh, this he, and really embrace that fatherhood figure and that motherhood, yep. and the idea of, you know, equal partners. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And this is what really impresses me with Father Fred and Donna, too, his wife. Lovely people. I, I have great respect for him. I've always loved Father Fred. I think he's an awesome guy. And that's why I was so excited about having him come on board with this. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we got him as our first guest. I really do. Absolutely. It was kind of a nice way to, to uh, introduce the interfaith, you know, because again, this is the other thing I wanted to mention because within our own communities, you know, whether you're Catholic, whether you're Wiccan, whether you're a witch, whether you're, you're an Ifa, we're so absorbed within our own communities and our own belief systems that we don't venture outside of that. And I think it's important to do that. We've got to start building those bridges. Okay. Because if we don't, then all we're doing is just perpetuating the same thing amongst amongst ourselves and we're not growing we need to grow we need to grow as a people and that means we have to accept other faiths because you know quite frankly this is a discussion i was having privately with another uh witch friend of mine i said i'm you know what i'm getting sick and tired of i'm getting sick and tired of uh wiccans and um other witches you know berating christianity or any other faith you know because in essence i know i'm going to catch shit from some of my witch friends but you know they're constantly, um, you know, oh, us pagan, us witches, much better than being Christian. Well, you know, by saying that, you're putting yourself in that same category. You're becoming, you know, such believers of your own faith that you don't, you, you can't open your eyes to any other faith or any other um, truths out there. Yes, I know, I know, I know, you know, witches were burned at the stake, okay? The the church did horrific things, okay? And it did. There's no excusing the Roman Catholic Church from any of that. But it's up to us to start handing each other a laurel leaf of peace and communication. And I think that that's what's important here. So anyway, I just oh, thought I'd get out there and say, say that, you know, and, um, you know, because there's so many, you know, there's so many other people I, I, I know within my own um, Facebook page, friends who, who've crossed that bridge between Christianity and their pagan um, roots, you know, and have moved on. I know I have, and, and I've embraced it because it's part of embracing my own ancestral background, you know, to deny it would be to deny an integral part of me, you know. No, and 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 as again, uh, w- w- one thing that the debate again, um, and, you, and you sort of alluded to it, uh, and again, I'm sorry that that Bishop uh, Fred is not able to be on mm-hmm. right now uh, because of his technical difficulties. He'd love this conversation. Yeah, he'd love this part of the conversation. Yeah, um, uh, there are many that again, uh, as you say, in terms of the 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 way that the uh, Catholic Church and and the Gospels in their written canon describe 
you know, the resurrection, the divinity aspect as being the son of God. Um, there are many in that would still have to recognize, and I think even other faiths, you know, uh, the telling of a story of a remarkable ancestor. And, yes. um, and you know, Gosh, for anyone yeah. and anyone who, who basically looks at one of the, you know, uh, especially within like Ifa, if you look at the the concept of an Orisha, you know, privileged mm-hmm. uh, mind, a privileged life, you know, mm-hmm. the ability to work, you know, miracles or to to basically have immense mm-hmm. wisdom, uh, and and to be able to to make an enormous difference and effect on terms of people's lives mm-hmm. to the point of having over a billion followers today, uh, mm-hmm. in one shape or form, right? Uh, yeah, well over a billion yeah. people follow the Christ, right, and. And if we look at Orisha worship, it would be, you know, almost like a uh, um, a proto ancestor, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, for, for yeah. many, right? Uh, and from no, you know, exactly. I, again, if we look at many Orisha that uh, spirits that live within the uh, the Yoruba pantheon, th- those Orisha are in a sense represent remarkable spiritual beings that took on a material mm-hmm. form and incarnation and that to to do remarkable things and to. Mm-hmm. To perform tax on behalf of the creator that's, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's almost an exact definition of what you know the story of jesus mm-hmm. uh, told in the bible mm-hmm. and, and other sources really represents right mm-hmm. so i i think that you know intolerance going going one way or the other is never mm-hmm. a good thing and i think we have to no, it's not. Um, you know be able to to um, uh, highlight again the common points as opposed to the different right. and when we, you I was going to say, and in regards to when I look at um, the teachings of, um, or when I took, um, you know, when I was getting into the craft, looking at the divine spark and it manifesting in male, female, all-knowing and all-powerful, and it being demonstrated in nature all over the place, you know, from a rock to, you know, to, to a leaf and looking at the divine in that sense. I mean, when you think about it, it's no different than any other um, faith group, especially Father Fred's, the way he had defined his church. I mean, that's pretty incredible, you know. I think it's important to understand that the divine expresses itself in a male and female okay as well as in everything else and i think that in indigenous cultures such as ifa um i can't speak for any other you know indigenous culture other than that um it's it's important to note what they find is sacred what is divine and how it it transcends so again there's the commonalities and even within you know the Wiccan belief system, the traditional witches who, you know, they embrace their their background, their uh, Christian roots, you know, and they embraced the new upcoming um, going ahead with their faith, you know, and, and it being a very indigenous way of uh, honoring the earth, you know, and working with the earth, you know, with their pagan background. Yeah. So... Well, I mean, to talk a little bit about the Yoruba, again, you're right on. I mean, from the Yoruba perspective, uh, and also the, even the Vodun Fapa perspective, Yoruba perspective, 
and now this is an appropriate conversation since we're talking about uh, you know we're just in the in the uh, past uh, Earth Day and we're now in the new mm-hmm. moon and Taurus and so forth. Uh, again, a, a reference to the Earth um, for the Yoruba, if and especially for the the Ogboni, if if Olodumare is our father, Onile uh, Inle Ogere is our mother. Mm-hmm. So as exactly. much as it sometimes gets pushed aside, even within the discussions mm-hmm. in, in Ifa and Orisha, uh, at the very essence of the, the, the core principle is that, you know, we are composed and, and blessed and protected by our Olodumare and Onile. Onile is the one that gives us, you know, the mm-hmm. first one to really walk the earth because she was the spirit was of the earth, earth right? Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, that takes on a very important uh, meaning and definition as well. You know, the, the role in Oshetura, the importance of, you know, the female role in creation, right? Where mm-hmm. uh, the yep. male Orishas or the male energies ostracized mm-hmm. Oshun and did not involve her in anything and everything mm-hmm. spoiled. And and then uh, she basically walked away and they said to mm-hmm. the man, well, what's, what's going on? Why, why is nothing working? You know, uh, you sent us there, mm-hmm. but they, and Lodumare asked, where's Oshu? <laughs> mm-hmm. And they said, well, what, what could she do? She's just a woman, right? Mm-hmm. And he said, well, mm-hmm. that so-called just a woman apologized to her, reconciled mm-hmm. with her, because it is through mm-hmm. her that your, your efforts, and you, you will actually be able to see the fruits of your efforts in mm-hmm. terms of creation and in terms of, of uh, getting the earth moving. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it's... It's very, very, very important. My mm-hmm. friend, Bokono uh, Daniel Dafoji, uh, who is right now busy doing his uh, new moon ceremonies in in, uh, mm-hmm. in Uruguay, often, you know, always talks about the the, the dual, uh, the duality in us, the, the both yes. the male and female in all of us and the light yes. and dark in all of us. And it's yes. only, you know, and, and for those of us who have a, you know, a, a Taoist or Oriental uh, bent, uh, the mm-hmm. concept of yin and yang. I mean, the the passive yeah. and the the aggressive. Yeah. So, I, I mean, yeah. I, I think it's safe to say that all of nature, um, even things mm-hmm. like you know what the Yoruba call iwa iwa pele. Iwa pele doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean good character; it means character in balance. It means that you've been able to that you're walking in alignment with your destiny, and that you are able to balance between aggressive mm-hmm. and passive, good mm-hmm. and bad, and, mm-hmm. and you're basically able to walk that. That mm-hmm. basically that line, right? So, mm-hmm. no, for so, sure. Yeah. No, I think it's important, you know, to uh, look at our um, ancestral roots to to guide us in that sense, you know. Um, Absolutely. So, anyway, so should okay. we? Yeah, I think wrap we'll, we'll adjourn. So, to all our listeners, thank you okay. very much. Yes, thank uh, you very much for, for joining uh, us. For joining us, uh, we're very sorry. Oh. Go ahead. Let's, yeah, I was just going to say, let's not forget that uh, if anybody has any comments, um, is there anything that uh, they want to contact us about? We have our uh, email addresses attached, do we not? Uh, well, we're actually encouraging everybody to visit a, a, at our Facebook page, Ancestralize. That's right. And you can uh, send us a message there. And post yeah. our comments. So that way, easier, especially for for show related, uh, you know, comments mm-hmm. or questions. Uh, we wanted to to root all those, uh, you know, conversations there. 
And uh, again, so we encourage everybody to vi visit the, mm -hmm. the Ancestral Eyes. And, um, yes. and also to, to remind everybody that this is a, a collaborative effort between uh, myself and Teresa Slowinski, uh, which, uh, you know, and are the two organizations and, and pages that really that we've mm -hmm. been championing for a number of years. Uh, Teresa is really trying to advance and to bring a lot of knowledge forth in terms of uh, witchcraft and Wicca and, and other, other indigenous-based belief systems mm -hmm. associated mm -hmm. with that from all from Slavic yes. countries, from yes. different cultures and yes. different ancestry. And, yes. uh, and myself, many of you know me now. Um, we, we started the Consejo Cultural Yoruba de Canada almost eight years ago now. Uh, and, wow. uh, and basically we've been uh, on Facebook for about six of those eight years. And um, mm. we're always trying to bring new learning, new information, mm -hmm. and do a lot of research and uh, both practice and research, because we, we practice, we, we provide consultation and, and, and uh, faith yes. services here in, yes. in Canada. Um, and I've had the privilege, as myself being an Awu, Awu Nyonumina and Apena, to work uh, with um, Teresa in certain in situations, because Teresa is a very gifted medium. And that's why we, you know, we've had these mm -hmm. discussions a few times per personally and privately. And uh, a shout out to uh, Zarina Crow as well for yes, you know, giving, the, giving the yes. little spark uh, for us to, you know, for Teresa especially to be, have an opportunity to. Exactly. To I, I and, thank her very much. You know? yep. and, uh, and for myself so as well. And, very, and Sean. And Sean, Sean Gilmore as well. Yeah, yes. And, and their show uh, Into the Abyss. Uh, mm -hmm. for basically, you know, uh, giving us the encouragement and the, and the, uh, the motivation support. to, to, yeah, to do and it, motivation. Right? Totally, totally. So, 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 okay. So I think we can say good night to everybody. I just want to say I'm the witch of the Crohn's corner. <laughs> and if you need to, uh, give me a cont or want to contact me, just, uh, give us a shout out on ancestral eyes and I'll be able to respond there, or you can get our details from ancestral eyes. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Everybody have a good night. Blessed night. Uh, new moon night. Uh, yes. Sign of Taurus. Uh, again, to our Islamic friends, uh, uh, Ramadan Karim and mm -hmm. many blessings. Uh, Salam Aleikum. Aleikum mm -hmm. Salam. And, uh, to all those, uh, that are, um, visiting us from the uh, Yoruba, Ifarisa mm -hmm. side, uh, Happy Oshé, Ogun, Oshosi. And all, our, and all our pagan friends ready to Great. celebrate the new moon, any new ideas, and uh, blessed be to all. Ashe, Ashe. Have a good night, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye.